you're listening to the Google Ads Podcast, brought to you by Solutions Inc., the Google Ads agency. Performance Max is freaking amazing. Google is telling us what audiences are working best for our products and services, independent of the audiences we're targeting. Google is telling us additional audiences outside of the audiences we've chosen to target that are performing for our products so we can create asset, asset groups, target specifically for those audiences. It's unbelievable. So we have this campaign that we're running for a client. The client sells a shelf-stable food product, as much as I can say. They, they sell a, a food product that will last a very long time. In their insights section, inside of Performance Max, you'll see two new audience segments. This is brand new, by the way. Like, we just, we just started for them. Google gives us green living enthusiasts. Checks out. Makes sense. Here's the one I was excited about. Boating and sailing enthusiasts. Of course, I never even would have freaking considered it, but we were going after people that were disaster preparedness type folks. However, somebody that's into boating and sailing is going to need food that lasts a really long time and is in containers that are, you know, waterproof and those types of things. And honestly, shame on me for not even thinking about that, but that's the beauty of Performance Max is as you're pushing out your marketing, Google starts to identify the audiences that are working for you, and then it's incumbent upon you to go and create an asset group specifically for that audience. It's, a, it's unbelievable. I've, I've never seen anything like this. Of course, in the past, we've seen, and not just Google, other ad mechanisms show you of the audiences that you've selected, which audiences are performing better. I've never seen a marketing mechanism tell me new audiences that are performing and provide, no, We've, we've had suggested audiences in the past, but it's always been like, you know, test it and good luck with that and it's probably not going to work. This shows in real time, based off of who's already purchasing, what audience they're in and where we need to start pointing our muzzle. It's amazing. It's unbelievable. I'm so happy. So excited. If you're running performance max campaigns and you're seeing audience insights, I'd love to hear your feedback because I'm seeing Google get like crazy granular. And how specific is that, by the way? Like that is not a zoomed out boating and sailing enthusiasts. Like that is a damn near as, as niche as you can freaking get. Uh, and they make up 30% of our conversions. So anyway, super cool. And as I see this audience, it starts to give, it gives me ideas for other audiences that would be perfectly applicable for this client that I'm just not targeting yet. So it's awesome to see Google go audience-based. I just think the sky's the limit here as far as what we can do strategically. I'm really excited about it. So today we just got access to the alpha. It's not even in beta yet. So everyone running Performance Max is not going to see this yet, but we got access to the alpha of the new, new customer only focused Performance Max campaigns. This is huge. Now, there's not a lot of discussion around, well, Performance Max actually captures brand conversions. That's okay, because if you have a new customer acquisition goal turn on and people are Googling brand, great. You still want to pay a decent amount of money for those people because you've used Performance Max on search, shopping, YouTube, GSP, Discovery, Display, local to generate that branded search and you want to capture that. Don't push that out, capture that, capture it or let the algorithm learn. The new customer only has changed the game because now you get to actually take the campaign turn it on to new customer only and then actually set a target CPA. So what would you like to pay for a new customer? Well, if you have your CAC and ROAS in line, the cost required customer and your return on ad spend and your CAC and LTV, the cost required customer and the lifetime value of that person, you can really start to move the needle on what you're willing to pay for a new customer. 
think about like Facebook and Instagram, they are basically saying like, yep, someone saw an ad and converted. Great. So Google now is going to be able to say a new person came in. We checked it against your auto tag and we checked it against your customer list and this person was not found. So we actually purchased it to this campaign that has a targeted customer acquisition of 65 and we got you a new customer. If you even get a returning customer purchase in a performance max campaign focused on new customers, you don't even see it. It says zero. It doesn't actually even show up. So I, I love this because now your conversion, your cost per conversion, your conversion rate, your targeted cost per acquisition goal, your actual cost per acquisition, all of this is only focused on new customer activity. You go to settings and inside of the settings tab, you're going to see probably in the next weeks or months, um, not sure who all has this, but we became a top 3% 2022 partners. So now we're getting access to all this really cool stuff. Um, and so here's customer acquisition, optimizing for conversions from new customer only. So how does how this works? What do you optimize for? You can optimize for the standard, which is both the new and existing customers, or you can optimize for new customers only. And something really important happened over here. You'll see that when you optimize for both new and existing, if a $106.33 purchase takes place, you see it by an existing customer, 106, by a new customer, 106. But if you're optimizing only for new customers, by an existing customer, it's zero. By a new customer, it's 106. So the performance max is going to try to target only who it already can easily identify is not in your customer list or auto tagging. Then you're gonna to wanna to layer those. So make sure you have your auto, uh, auto tagging in your tag of your new customer acquisition. Make sure that is enabled. And then also make sure you have your customer list uploaded. So use both of those features. You're overlaying those two. So upload a customer list, make sure the auto tagging for new customers is on, and then you're going to be able to identify the new customers very easily. When this takes place, you're going to see that the new customer, you'll see some purchases coming in. You're not going to count them. Why? Because it's not what you're going for. You're not measuring them. So rather than trying to identify well, what's new, what's repeat, what's unknown, and then try to decipher, yada, 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 it's all, it's all terrible. So this now is amazing. Remember in smart shopping, how you can optimize for new customer purchase value. That's here. Now you can still do that. So if you want to say, I still want to go after new and repeat, but I want to append in, you know, an LTV of three months to my campaign. When a new customer comes in, then you can still do that. And actually here, you can actually still change that value. So this is very, very similar to the smart shopping campaigns capability of optimizing for new customers, um, and existing customers with an emphasis on new customers. That's still here. So a really, really cool update. I'm going to, I'm going to have some kind of ninja tricks and, and what I'm going to be testing soon. So I can't let it out just yet, but, uh, there's going to be some really, really, really ninja ways that I'm going to say new customer, I'll pay X existing customer. I'll pay Y. And I'm going to be able to pick and choose who I set a CPA to depending upon if they're new and repeat. So really, really big update, really huge. I'm going to keep you all updated as much as I can, as much as I can find, obviously you can see. Uh, we're spending about 25 grand a day just on this one campaign. Uh, we have about six of these campaigns running. So a lot of good data that's going to be coming out of here soon. But stay tuned, stay focused, subscribe, tell your neighbor, sister's grandma, and I will see you soon. Really big shout out to Glenn on our team, one of our newest CMs. He came up with something that I just thought was, was brilliant and worth presenting to you. It's worth taking action on. We're thinking about just how Performance Max is working. And one of the things that he mentioned is if you're using YouTube videos inside of Performance Max, Google is going to put your media in every available inventory placement, which is, you know, basically Google's stated goal. The problem with that, the, the fear behind it is that for videos, the thumbnails for the videos are going to be 
auto-generated if you don't generate custom thumbnails. So if you're used to running YouTube videos in the past, what, especially if you run in-stream videos, thumbnails have been irrelevant because nobody ever saw the thumbnail because they would just see the video start to play right before whatever it is that they were about to watch. So you may have gotten into the bad habit, and I only say that because we may have gotten into the bad habit, of just uploading videos that we were going to use for video ads and not paying attention to things like the th thumbnails and titles and descriptions. Those things are now important uh, in theory because Google is going to take that media and use it anywhere that it wants. So if you're using a video for Performance Max, make sure, and I'll have more context, by the way, as we've done more of this, and there'll probably be some more best practices rolling out. But in the meantime, make sure that you're actually, A, building out a custom thumbnail that's compelling and attractive. And it's not just, you've seen it. If you upload a video to, to YouTube, every single time Google finds the dumbest face you could possibly make, it's just me doing this. And then, and then that's the thumbnail. So you want to make sure that, that you create a custom thumbnail, that you're being really intentional about um, what the thumbnail is selling, um, the title. Uh, I don't know that um, descriptions might end up getting pulled into metadata. I don't really know, to be honest. So better safe than sorry. Optimize your videos. Optimize the videos that you're using for Performance Max because it's not unlikely that some of that stuff bleeds through just in terms of the way that Google's using its, its inventory and where it's placing your media. So for whatever that's worth, I thought that was a really, really phenomenal point. So I wanted to share it with y'all. If you're running Performance Max and you're using videos, make sure the videos are optimized because you don't necessarily know exactly how it is that Google's going to use and display those videos. Thanks for listening to the Google Ads Podcast. For more ways to grow your business with Google Ads, you can subscribe to the Solutions 8 YouTube channel. If you enjoyed this episode, please share it with a friend. And if you'd like to work with the best Google Ads agency in the world, you can visit Solutions 8 at sol8.com. Custom here. If you're running Google Ads, even if your campaigns are successful, my years of experience have taught me that there are almost always enormous improvement opportunities. Now, what if the best Google Ads agency in the world was willing to review your Google Ads campaigns for free and provide you with a comprehensive action plan, no cost or obligation? Notice, I didn't say audit or evaluation. I said action plan, a bullet point by bullet point breakdown of exactly what needs to be done to improve your Google Ads campaigns. Yours to keep, no cost or obligation. Head over to solate.com to get a free Google Ads action plan customized for your business. No strings attached. That's sol8.com. S-O-L, the number eight, dot com.